Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Law School of America. In the Law of Inheritance, Wills and Trusts, a disclaimer of interest, also called a renunciation, is an attempt by a person to renounce their legal right to benefit from an inheritance, either under a will or through intestacy or through a trust. If a trustee disclaims an interest in property that otherwise would have become trust property, the interest does not become trust property. There are a number of reasons why a person might wish to avoid an inheritance, particularly if the proceeds would only go to their creditors, or if it would drastically affect their income tax liabilities. Under the common law, a person who disclaimed their interest would be treated as though they had died before the trust or will came into effect. This was a sensible option if the disclaiming party was an heir by descent, whose own children would then take in his place and without the imposition of a gift tax. The disclaimer must be in writing and submitted to the court overseeing the disposition of the estate within a legally specified time period, which is usually nine months after the death of the person from whom the disclaiming party stands to inherit, or twelve months after the creation of a trust by a living person. An affidavit may be required in which the disclaiming party must swear that he has not received any consideration, for example, compensation, for the disclaimer. The disclaimer must also occur before the disclaiming party has enjoyed any benefits of the trust or inheritance. Many jurisdictions now have statutes that prohibit a disclaimer when the individual is insolvent or receiving certain public benefits due to low income. A disclaimer of interest is irrevocable. It must be a complete, and not a partial disclaimer. Such a disclaimer can be made by a legal guardian on behalf of a person who lacks the capacity to make the disclaimer themselves, but this usually requires the finding by a court that the disclaimer is in the ward's best interest. Disclaimers and Deeds of Variation, England and Wales In England and Wales, a disclaimer is likewise irrevocable and covers the entire testamentary gift. It may be a unilateral act that should be communicated in writing to the persons administering the estate. It does not need to be registered with the court, the persons administering the estate are obliged to retain the communication as they may be required to provide an account to the court of their actions in the administration. A similar effect to a disclaimer, including for inheritance tax and capital gains tax purposes, can be achieved with a greater degree of flexibility through the use of a deed of variation, or deed of family arrangement. A person or persons due to inherit property may enter into such a deed with the personal representatives, executors or administrators of an intestate estate, and redirect property due to the persons entering into the deed to whomsoever they wish. However, one cannot vary one's entitlement under a deed of variation. A deed of variation may be revocable or irrevocable. Disclaimers and deeds of variation may be overturned by the bankruptcy court and assets traced. Disclaimer of other interests. In addition to the more typical disclaimer under wills, an individual may also be able to disclaim his interest as the beneficiary of a life insurance policy or employee benefit plans. It may also apply to concurrent interests in real property that automatically transfer after death by operation of law rather than by the rules of inheritance, such as joint tenancies or tenancies by the entirety. Advancement is a common law doctrine of intestate succession that presumes that gifts given to a person's heir during that person's life are intended as an advance on what that heir would inherit upon the death of the parent. 
not to be confused with an advance of someone's expected distribution from an estate currently in probate. Example. Suppose person P had two children, A and B suppose also that P had $100,000, and gave $20,000 to child A before P's death, leaving $80,000 in P's estate. If P died without a will, and A and B were P's only heirs, A and B would be entitled to split P's estate evenly. If the doctrine of advancement were not applied, then each child would receive half of the remaining $80,000, or $40,000. However, if the doctrine of advancement is applied, then the $20,000 already given to A would be considered part of P's estate advanced to A. Thus, the estate would still be valued at $100,000, and each heir would be entitled to $50,000, with the $20,000 already given to A being counted as part of his share. Of the remaining $80,000, A would take $30,000 and B would take $50,000. History The principle is of ancient origin, as regards goods and chattels it was part of the ancient customs of London and the province of York, and as regards land descending in coparcenary, under which only one heir can claim an inheritance, it was always part of the common law of England under the name of Hotchpot. Land which belongs or would belong to a child as heir need not be brought into the common fund, even though such land was given during the father's life. The widow can gain no advantage from any advancement. No child can be forced to account for his or her advancement, but instead he will be excluded from a share in the intestate's estate. The usual judicial view is that any considerable sum of money paid to a child at that child's request is an advancement, thus payment of a son's debts of honor has been held to be an advancement. On the other hand, trivial gifts and presents to a child were undoubtedly not advancements. Contemporary Law A number of jurisdictions have enacted statutes which ameliorate the doctrine of advancement by requiring, for example, that the person giving the gift must indicate in writing that it is intended to be counted as an advancement against the estate. The Uniform Probate Code, which has been adopted in whole or in part by a number of states, limits the doctrine by requiring a contemporaneous writing from the deceased, or any writing from the property recipient, indicating that the property is intended to be treated as an advance upon the estate. Now a word from our sponsor. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Law School of America. In the law of inheritance, a laughing heir is an heir who is legally entitled to inherit the property of a person who has died, even though that heir is only distantly related to the deceased, and therefore has no personal connection or reason to feel bereaved over the death. In most jurisdictions, the law of intestacy requires that the property of a person who died without leaving a will must first go to that person's immediate family, such as a spouse, descendants, ascendants, or persons descended from the same parents or grandparents. Under the common law, if no such persons exist, the property passes to the nearest living person who can demonstrate some degree of kinship with the deceased, no matter how distant the relation. Some jurisdictions have a laughing heir statute, which cuts off the right of inheritance when the remaining relatives become too remote. In such jurisdictions, if no relative falls within the limitation set by the statute, then the property is cheats to the state. In the United States, Section 2 to 103 of the Uniform Probate Code, which has been adopted by a number of states, 
sets the outer limits of the right to inheritance with grandparents, aunts and uncles, and first cousins. Under the code, heirs that are farther removed from the deceased are left with no claim to the estate at all. By contrast, some U.S. states, such as Virginia, have extended the principle to cover the family of a predeceased spouse. In those states, if the decedent had been married, and their spouse had died before the decedent, and if the decedent had no blood relatives at all, then the decedent's property would pass to any living relatives of the spouse, no matter how remote. Jurisdictions with no laughing heir statute. Virginia also extends inheritance rights to relatives of a predeceased spouse until 2013. Texas had no laughing heir statute, instead allowing estates to pass to the nearest lineal ancestors or descendants without end. Texas passed such a law, HB 2912, in 2013, and thereafter following the Uniform Probate Code. Jurisdictions with a laughing heir statute. North America. Alabama, cuts off inheritance with descendants of the grandparents of the deceased Florida, extends inheritance rights to relatives of a pre-deceased spouse up to grandparents' descendants after cutting off the inheritance of the decedent with the descendants of the grandparents of the deceased. However for Holocaust survivors the descendants of a decedent's great-grandparent may inherit Florida stat. Section 732.103 North Carolina, extends intestate inheritance out to five degrees of a kinship if they exist. If no kin within five degrees of kinship exist then it extends indefinitely in an attempt to prevent the estate from mischeating, NC General Statute 29-7. The Law School of America the content used in the podcast is licensed by the Wikimedia Foundation Incorporated under a Creative Commons Attribution, Share Alike License. The text has been modified for audio. The content of these podcasts is for informational purposes only and do not constitute professional advice. These podcasts are not associated with the Wikimedia Foundation in any context. The Law School of America